I I can't believe we got tricked into selling our business, our neither company. Can, neither can I, Ben. I mean, considering all that we've gone through over these past few weeks, the last thing that I was expecting was those charming, handsome, eccentric, and really smart Americans to come in and take take out take our fledgling company from under us. Granted, we haven't made any profit yet, but no. In it, fact, we were actually it still sucks. In fact, we were actually like in negative profit from like yeah. from our trip to America, and you know our trips to other companies to try and sell them game pitches. So, if anything, it was kind of like a debt buy. So, if you look at it that way, yeah, yeah, and like the 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 place we bought out the uh, office space, uh, that in in that guy's uh back back garage. Yeah, I mean. It was the rent was very high. Yeah, extraordinarily so. high considering the state of it. And in fairness, you know what? I think where we are now, it's really nice. It's got a I I didn't even like the rock. No, I'm I am sad he's gone, but we've now replaced the rock with somebody a lot more likable. Uh, yeah. Where is he by the way? Oh, he's downstairs. I think he's brewing a coffee for us at the moment. Oh, that's very kind of him. Um, um. Yeah, I love my granddad. I'm really glad he let us use this attic. Uh, this attic, yeah. I'm. I am too. I mean, it did need a bit of a clean, and we did mm. need to run some electric cables up here in order to run these computers yeah. and these microphones. However, other than that, though, it is going really nice. Made a couple of friends as well. We got some bats up here. Uh, Mister mm-hmm. Chunk, uh, Mrs. Chunk, his wife, uh, Chunk and Batman. Uh, Batman, he's up here. The Riddler, he's also up here. He's not actually the Riddler, though. He's also a bat, but he's a little bit yeah. green-looking, so we call him... Bat- Batman is real. Oh, he, yeah, no. He is Batman. It is actual Batman up here, we should... Uh, uh, in fact, it's Christine Bale's Batman. Uh, he's uh, He never broke character after those films, so, you know, he's still uh, he's still method acting up here in your granddad's attic. Uh, we've got Count Dracula over there. He's a bat at the moment. yeah. Is he? Ah, uh, hello. Oh, there, there <laughs> oh, he is. Oh, there he is. Classic, classic Jack. Always lovely to hear that voice again. But uh, oh, speaking of which, I think I, I think I hear some creaking upstairs. I think there's your oh. your granddad right there. Ben. Why don't yeah. why don't oh, you go okay. let him in? Okay. Uh, I'm actually. I need to pop downstairs, get a glass of water anyway. So oh. I'll let him in. Okay, you go. All right. You go for it, Ben. Okay. Oh, hi, granddad. Uh, I'm just going downstairs now. I'll 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 come back up in a bit. All right, son. Uh, grandson, I should say. Uh, 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 hello, James. How how are you doing today? Oh, hello, Mister Benderson. Oh, I'm I'm doing wonderful. Oh, you're you're looking you're looking fabulous today, Mister Benderson. Have you that haircut has really changed you? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I got it cut um twenty years ago, but oh, I, see. I think. I think it's working out well for me. I was going to uh, say, high fade, I usually think, doesn't work on an old white guy, but I think you're pulling it off. Oh, yeah. I mean, I it, one of the things that the ladies said about me back in the day was that my hair was simply ludicrously wonderful. Ah, yes. That, that, I, uh, that's what women say about my hair all the time as well. Um... Listen, Mr. Spencer, why don't you come over? I don't feel like you see enough of what, you know, me and your grandson work on. We should get you we should get you involved in more of the creative process, you know? 
I actually, James, I was I was going to ask you a favor. Oh, okay. Yeah, go go ahead, Mister Benderson. Consider considering we're staying here relatively rent free. Any favor you can ask, um, I'm more than happy to fill it. Well, you see, me and my grandson, we don't have the most intimate relationship. The two of us, we we don't talk much. We kind of sit in the little living room. Uh, he's on he's on his uh. On his Nintendo. Ah, yes. And... Uh, he pl- playing Fortnite, if um, I know him well. Yeah, that's that's one of the games I've heard of. Yes. And I'm watching uh, the tennis Wimbledon on the TV. Did you see it? Uh, yes. No, I, I love the uh, Wimbledon. Uh, I especially like that game between Ben. Please remember to replace this audio with whoever was playing at the time. Playing up against... Ben, remember to replace this piece of audio with whoever they were playing against at the time. And I'm certainly looking forward to the final starring. Ben, please replace this audio with whoever's playing in the finals at the time. Uh, what about you, Mr. Uh, Benderson? Who, who are you rooting for? Who on earth are you talking to? Hey, listen, uh, what was that favour you wanted to ask? Oh, um, so yeah, he's on his Nintendo all the time and we don't talk about much he'll ask about the weather hey hey granddad uh did you want some biscuits oh yes son i i'd love some biscuits but um yeah so i i was gonna ask if you could make uh uh, one of those uh computer games oh yes Uh, for me a game that would uh help me get into the games a a a video game for yourself and maybe perhaps for other people of your age bracket okay you know what? This is a this is an interesting business proposition. Everybody, everyone in the games industry, they're trying to aim for the eighteen to thirty market, but we're we're looking at somewhere that hasn't really been tapped. Okay, Mister Benderson, I feel like you've potentially given us a, a million dollar idea here, perhaps even a million pound idea. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't hear. I didn't hear anything you just said. My hearing aids acting up. But oh, that's a shame. I, I, I'm gonna miss the tennis match. Uh, I think Federer's on. Oh, okay. So, well, you you go ahead then, Mister Benderson. I'll um I'll leave you to it. Okay. Oh, oh, hi, hi, Ben. Oh, Dad, don't uh, Granddad, sorry. Uh, don't forget your your biscuits. All right, see ya. Ah. Oh, what are you two chatting about? Well, Ben, uh, your grandfather, or your father, not quite sure at the moment, uh, has come to us with a very interesting business proposition. Oh, okay. So, that's that's odd of him. He's never done that before. Well, I, I, mm, I don't feel like he's had the opportunity previously, uh, especially due to your Fortnite addiction. However, Ben, uh, you, pour my, your, you pour me that big cup of coffee, and I'll tell you all about it right now. What's up? It's game over time. Yo, 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 it's your boy James. And it's your other boy, uh, Ben. That's right, it's the Game Boys coming live from your granddad's attic. Not your granddad. Not your granddad. My my granddad. He's looking at me when he says that. Oh yes, he's come back from the tennis. He's uh he's sitting in the corner patiently. He he just likes to watch this work. Yeah. Which um oh, very He's cool. not gonna talk though. No, he's Apparently um, his voice is sore. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he did do a lot of talking earlier, so, you know, we'll just leave him to it, you know? But, hey, Ben, uh, why don't we explain to the audience at home who, let's just say that perhaps they, this is the first time they're listening to Game Over Time, and they have a lot of idea about what the uh, genre or concept of this podcast is. Um, how would you explain it as quickly as possible? Okay, how many words have I got? Um, hundred. Hundred, that's a lot of words. Alright, we make video games. Uh, uh, is Does er count as a word? Yes. Okay. Do these also count as words? Yes. Okay, so I've got like... I've got to stop talking. Okay. Video games, we make them mm-hmm. from prompts, uh, short prompts, and they are Your hundred words good. are up there. So, just to repeat that back to the audience, it was, Hi, we make a podcast about video games. Uh, is er part of the words as well? Wait, I'm talking a little bit too much here. Video games, short prompt. What we do is make video game. So, what video game are we making this week, Ben? Uh, well, we haven't got to that part yet, but a game for my, my granddad over there. Yes, we're making a game. I'm waving at him right now. We're making a game... For Ben's grandfather, hopefully for all grandfathers, and we're like I said, we're aiming for a, we're aiming beyond the age bracket of the eighteen to thirty crowd. That well, actually, no, I think eighteen to thirty is a little bit too old. I would say uh, we're, we're we're going more for the eighteen thirty crowd. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a good joke <laughs> there, Ben. I like that a lot. Yeah. Have they made any games set in the Victorian era? Uh... Probably not, no. Wait, hold on. They made a victory. I mean, there was that one game called Order, The Order 1886, but, like, that could have been set at any time. In fact, it might not have even been about, like, like the year. Like, you know when you go to Mackey's and you get the receipt and it has the order number at the top? Maybe it was literally the order... Eight, it was the 1,886th order of that day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is why, That could be it. Which is why that game is about a, a spicy buffalo wrap. And cheese bites. Uh huh. The best looking um, buffalo wrap on that PS4, I should add. Okay, so uh, obviously we're gonna think about what system we're putting this on, what what kind of controls it's gonna use, like what type of genre of game. But also, we need it to appeal to the older audience. Like we can we can have like mechanics that are friendly and inviting, but if it's about spacemen shooting stuff they're not they're not going to care even if it's is e- easy to play absolutely do you know something that old people like what do they like call the midwife ben do, do you know what call the midwife is i've uh i think i've maybe seen it on tv watch my granddad watching it of course right uh, just um if you're an american audience member or a canadian audience member watch somebody who doesn't live in the uk maybe somebody who doesn't watch a lot of british television I'm sure there's a lot of you out there. Call the Midwife is the adventures of uh, midwives from the nineteen late nineteen forties up until the very early nineteen seventies. I think they're at now, or at least the very okay. late sixties. And you know they deliver children. Uh, they have like interpersonal dramas. Uh, Love that. They always have a they always have a Christmas episode where somebody dies, but a baby's born. So it kind of balances okay. it out. Um, old people love that because it combines two things that they love, which is one, love a love a bit of drama, but not like harsh drama, like a nice drama, like again, 
somebody dies, but somebody has a baby. But I don't know, maybe yeah. maybe the baby... So it's a, it's, a, it's a balance thing, you know that meme with Thanos? It perfectly balanced as <laughs> all things should be. Thanos? He's, a, he's there, he's head holding a dead body and a baby in the other hand. Thanos famously loves cold midwife as well. <laughs> when he goes to that little island or whatever, the little planet at the end of um, Infinity War... And he has a little breath, and then he turns on his telly, and he watches Call the Midwife, the Christmas special. But then he and but then he starts crying because he's killed half a cast. Oh no! And then he realizes, what have I done? But fortunately, it was half the cast that were going to die in that Christmas special, anyways. Ah. So it all worked out. Um, so they love that, but they also like a period piece, something that reminds them about the olden days. So maybe their olden days, or in olden days that they just want to return to, really. I mean, obviously, your grandfather, he was probably in his prime in, like, well, I don't know, you're a, you're a, you're a zillennial, Ben, or whatever. Yeah. You're, a, you're one of those Zoomers from Metroid. That's what we learned mm-hmm. the other week. So your granddad was probably, like, born in, what, the 90s or something? So, like... All, oh, all, the, the all, 90s? Yeah, all of his cultural touchstones are, like, you know... MP3 players. Uh, my granddad. Yeah, your granddad. Your granddad or no. your dad? We didn't quite establish no, he, that. No, he's my granddad. He was probably born in the 1900s. 19... Hmm, okay. Well, so, actually, maybe 1910s, 1910s, you know. Did they have... He's, a, a, he's in his he's late, late 80s. Did, did they have iPads? Like, um, hold on, if he was born in 1910, he's not going to be in his late 80s, Ben. Let's do the maths no, on that No, 1910s. One. Ben, well, actually, you're not if wrong. He was born in 1920s. 19- if he was born in... You know, 19- I forgot what year it is. If he was born in 1910, <laughs> he would be over 100 years old at this point. <laughs> okay, he was born... I think he's looking at me. He's he's doing a plane action. Do you want me to make Which it? I think means he's born in the 1940s. Yes, he was born after... Where the wo- World Wars were happening. The, the second one. I feel like he happening. was probably born after World War II. Not that we're trying to create law for your grandfather, who very mm-hmm. much exists and is a real person. Yeah. But... George Benderson. George, as de- George Benderson, yes. I'm his descendant, Ben Benderson. Is your, is, he's still alive, Ben. You're not his descendant. You're his grandson. <laughs> I mean, same thing, really. Like, like... Fucking Kratos. He's my ancestor. I'm a descendant. He's <laughs> not your ancestor. He's your granddad. <laughs> oh, like your own... it's, it's, it's more, I don't know, It's it elevates him to a higher position if I call him my ancestor. Ooh, and you know what? We should be doing that in our game anyways. We should be treating our players with respect by raising them. Oh, we problem is, though, Ben, what if we make, like, old gamers as a result? Because um, we know that old people don't have a good time on Twitter, anyways. Because they just get yeah. into, they do cap, like like when I get a text from my nan and it's all in capital letters, so it's like she's shouting, and it's like, "I hope you had a wonderful birthday. Talk to you soon." Even though it's meant to be a nice message, because it's all in capitals, it looks like she's screaming it at me. And people, and old folks on Twitter kind of do that as well. And yeah. Well, I mean, the the easy solution is to that is what uh Miyamoto decided to create. He he came up one day and he's like, I'm getting old. I've I decided I hate uh all these consoles, so I'm gonna make the Wii for me. <laughs> I, then... I, don't think, I don't think that's true, is it? <laughs> I... 
I mean, you know how he is. He gets inspired by things. He I mean, me most of his granddad at this point, isn't he? Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, I know he has kids because isn't mm. isn't there that famous story where he's like he got Japanese school children into play Super Mario sixty four, and one of them was his young son. He was like, <laughs> watching all the kids playing it, and they're all doing it really well. Apart from my son, he fucking sucks at Mario sixty four, <laughs> and it's really disappointing. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then he, he went on to make a, a game about that called Pikmin, where you crash into <laughs> well, a where, where you fucking, Where you throw your fail son at stuff to make <laughs> stuff happen. <laughs> no, you are the failure. You crash into a planet uh, actually, two games yeah, in a row. I guess, I guess you do play as a fail son in, uh, <laughs> in Pikmin, and then you order all your little workers around to try and get stuff. Ben? Yeah, the more competent ones. Potential video idea for you if you want to get on in on that bread tune train, bread tune train, bread tube train. Uh-huh. Um, Pikmin colon uh, capitalist nightmare. Okay, um, put that in the idea. Bank. As a capitalist and as someone who has nightmares about Pikmin, yeah. There we go. Easy that. Bag it, bucket done. Solid. Okay. Not very now, useful for making a game for no. your granddad though. I feel like we've got distracted. Call the midwife. Right. So, call the midwife Period game. pieces. Period pieces. Let's see if the BBC will let us license Call the Midwife and we'll make a game about that. Mm. So, what I'm thinking is, so you got all the so you got different characters. So you got like Trixie. Uh, she's definitely okay. in it. You got um one of the babies. One of the, no babies are power. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Have you ever played the uh, Ninja Turtles game, the arcade one? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, do you want me to explain it to you? Okay, in uh, a very short way, yes. Is a beatman where you can play as the four turtles? I know that. Okay, that was how I was going to explain it to you. So what okay. I'm thinking is four of the characters are the uh, the main girls from Call the Midwife. Okay. Babies are pickups. Like you know how you have pizzas <laughs> in in the turtles game to get your health up. That's what the okay. ba- that's what the babies are. Uh, how about this? Babies are like jiggies. So you you pick up a baby and then your w- midwife goes boom 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 boom. And then Kazumi swallows it. <laughs> probably not. That like she probably packs it into a backpack or something like. Oh no! I think that's. Li- <laughs> I think that's worse, isn't it? Okay, maybe maybe she's got a uh, a baby holder and she just sticks all the babies in there. It's like a TARDIS. Okay, look, it's it's a video game. Okay. Though having said that, uh, because it's a video game and the old people might not get that, we may have to like contextualize things because we may get it. Yeah. They, they stick a baby in a, a bag. It's like, yeah, obviously the bag's endless. It's fine. Basically, Link they... Link goes around. He's not even got. He's not wearing anything, and somehow he manages to have his old arsenal. But like, old people aren't going to get that. They're going to be like, "Where'd the baby go?" A little bit tangential, and I know that my grandmother's okay. never going to listen to this podcast, so I think I'm fine telling the story. Oh no, she does. Oh, I, does I she? keep getting emails from her. Oh no, no, Nan, don't do that. Um... She hasn't left an iTunes review yet. No, she. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna remind you. That being said, she is on Android. So, uh-huh. right. So back in the day, Coronation Street, they had a storyline about a baby, and okay. I, I don't know how we got around just one. To, uh, well, they have babies all the time, but this particular yeah. baby is a special case because okay. her and my mom were talking about it for about some reason. They were talking about the baby's acting, and my nan was convinced it wasn't a real <laughs> baby, but it was like a robot baby. 
Okay. And just the idea of my nan, like, not... That she, she believed more in a robot baby more than a decent baby actor, or even, like, a plastic doll baby. No, her thing was it is an artificial... <laughs> S- synthetic baby that they use on Coronation Street to do all the baby acting, and I this is a this is a baby from the Alien universe, Ooh. A synthetic child. It's it's Baby Bishop from Aliens. Nice. <laughs> so, anyways, what I'm thinking about this beat 'em up is it's not a beat 'em up. So, like, you have okay. all the. <laughs> I hope not. I don't think the old people right. like that. So you have all your grow like you know in a um, you know in a fighting game where you have like. Your, or your punks, like in the leather jackets, and they like okay. come off of the other side of the screen, and they got like knives at you. Um, yeah. It's actually just like sick people, and like some are on IVs, some have got bad coughs and stuff. Okay. And rather than having combos where you like uppercut them and stuff, uh, you're okay. actually, you're actually like just you know helping them stand up better. You're like you know taking the temperature. You're like you know doing a chest exam using a stethoscope. Um, rather than having throwables, you have, like, drugs. But not, like, bad drugs. I mean, like, you know, prescription drugs, maybe syringes and stuff like that. So, essentially, it's, like, the opposite of a beat-em-up, because you're making... It's a better-em-up, because you're making people better. Yeah. A heal-em-up. A, uh... a heal-em-up. Yeah, well, there we go. Final bosses aren't, like, you know... It's not like a like a big tank that comes in like Contra, but it's actually a guy. <laughs> it's... it's a guy in an iron lung. <laughs> no, the uh, you get to the end end of the game, and it's a woman, a pregnant lady giving birth. Oh, nice! I like that. You have to be there. Like one of the characters has four sets to try and pull the baby out. <laughs> the other, the other midwife's there to you know damp her head with a wet cloth and say, "Keep going, keep going." Almost there, I can see the crown. I like this, but it's still like a Konami game, so like the pregnant woman giving birth is like forty foot tall, and okay. it's, it's like fills the screen. I like this okay. idea. I like this yeah. idea quite a lot. So, I think one one other thing that all uh, people like yeah. is so they like the olden days. They like they t- they talk about it a lot. My granddad he's always going on about. Uh, you the nineties, the, the early two thousands, the olden yeah. days, yeah, the the good old days, and whatever have you. And he he talks about how he he always was a dashing young guy. Okay, like that, that's a word they like a lot. They love dashing. Okay, they would they would they would love Sonic. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. He's the most dashing guy I know. Yeah, he does dash a lot. Yeah, okay. Um, right, let's make a game called Sonic Dash. I know there's a game okay. that's already called Sonic Dash, but let's make a game called Sonic Dash where rather than mm-hmm. running fast, he's just being a cad. Okay. L- like, Sonic goes to, like, um, like, like the ice cream social, and he sees, like, like, a fancy 1950s girl, and he's like, Hey, toots, I'll buy you, I'll buy you a tall one. Visor of shape. Okay. How you how you been doing it? Uh, how you been doing at school, Tuts? How's the how's the maths going? Listen, me and the boys we're going we're going down to the rink later. You want to come? You get your get your finest skates on. You know, I'm I'm like I, I, or like right. maybe we can make it older than that. Like it could be like in the Victorian era and or like you know in the <sighs> they Edward- don't like that. Okay, what about the Edwardian era then? And it's like okay. S- Sonic in a pinstripe suit. He's going to play some poker with the boys. He's uh, they're gonna they're going they're going down to Oxbridge on the weekend. They're gonna go uh, 
do some uh, rowing and stuff like that. Still Sonic the Hedgehog, though. Still is, you know, big old 3D model. But he's interacting with, like, dapper chaps from the 20s. Okay, yeah. I I think it could work. You've got, like, Knuckles, he's there. You've got all the Sonic buddies, but they're all... Knuckles no. is like... It's like, it's the third game in that, that uh, trilogy of games that we never got. Uh, the Storybook Trilogy. Oh, we had, we okay. had the... <laughs> <laughs> So we have uh, Sonic and the um, Secret Arabian Rings, Nights. which is Arabian Nights. Sonic and the yeah. Black Knight, which is King Arthur. And then we have Sonic and the Dapper <laughs> Chaps, which is based on The Great Gatsby. Yeah. Okay, so... Ob- obviously. So Knuckles is uh, Jay Gatsby. He's rowing parties, hoping that one day Daisy Fitzroy may turn up at one. Um, Amy... Uh, I is- think T- Tails is a fighter pilot in the uh, world... One of the world wars. Okay, so he's Nick. He's Nick Callahan. He's the guy who's who like gets infatuated with um, um, uh, Jay Gatsby and starts writing about him. Uh, Amy is Daisy Fitzroy, who's the uh, who's basically the target of the affections of both Nick and um, Jay Gatsby, but also Sonic in this game because Sonic never actually plays a character in any of those settings, does he? He just plays himself in those storybook games, right? Uh... Yeah, he does. He always goes back in time and he's like, Hey, Knuckles! And Knuckles is like, Hold there! I'm not traveler. Knuckles, I'm Sir Galahad. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, Hey, Knuckles, why are you talking like that? And, you know, that's... that's why why do you speak like that? We're in medieval Ingoland. <laughs> I was gonna how, say... That's how they used to say it back in the day. They called it Ingoland, not uh, Ingles. Yeah. Going back to what I was saying earlier about the, the my granddad love in the old days. Yes. So he talks about he was dashing and he had, he he talks a lot about how his teeth were really good. Okay. Because he doesn't have them anymore. Do you want to make a game um, about teeth? Not specifically, but I think I think whatever game we make should have a character creator that you can go into excruciating detail on both <laughs> teeth and hair. So, like, you know how in, um, like, um, uh, like really fancy Korean MMOs where you can, like, tweak the faces, like, down to the yeah. dermal level but and, like, have, like, sliders making the eyes bigger and stuff like that, making the teeth bigger? Mm-hmm. That's teeth fun. smaller, bigger. You can twist each individual tooth. You could be slightly gummy. You can yeah. be slightly... Have a bit of an overbite, slightly horsey. Like, whatever teeth you could possibly want. Add slight abrasion. Um, I think there's a to toothbrushing them. mechanic in the game. Oh, 100%. Uh, there is a, a mini game that you have to play twice a day, and twice an in game day. Where you brush them, yeah. Yeah. And if you don't, your teeth will start deteriorating, like um, real life. You can get and different... it's, it's really a second chance at life for everyone who failed to take care of their teeth. Oh, absolutely. It's like a Tamagotchi for your teeth. Mm hmm. I'm thinking you can get different types of toothpaste where, like, that mm-hmm. buffs your teeth in different ways. So, like, you can get strengthening toothpaste for, like, um, eating competitions so you can, like, eat rocks and stuff. Whitening teeth for um, making them brighter. Like, maybe there's, like, a task where you have to go into a cave to, like, find a treasure, but it's too dark. <laughs> so you need to brighten your teeth enough that they're going to reflect light across yeah. the... Uh... Ooh, I... Do you know what you could know... have? You could have really fast growing teeth that you can use as projectiles. Pull one out, throw it. I like that. Ben, do you know back what... quickly. Do you know what my favorite kind of games are? And I think you kind of already know okay. this, but it's basically battle royales. Apart from battle royales, okay, they're games, and mostly Japanese games like this, where 
it's solving mundane problems, but like with a weird mechanic. So like Elite B mm-hmm. agents, they solve all their problems through dancing. Um, Katamari, he solves all his problems from rolling a big ball and collecting <laughs> stuff. So I like the idea of this game where you're solving problems just through either eating or using your teeth. Like this would be a good DS game where like you use the touchscreen to move the mouth up and down and like do stuff on the teeth. And then, like, on top, that's where, like, the action happens. Mm. So, maybe there's, like, a crying, like, dinosaur who's like, man, I just got dumped by my girlfriend. I need something to cheer me up. Uh, you play on your teeth, like a keyboard. You play, like, a jaunty <laughs> tune. And that uh, yeah. that cheers up the dinosaur. Um, there's uh, the owner of the hot dog factory. He's like, oh, boys, I've made too many but like I can't throw them away because otherwise, you know, my boss is keeping an eye on me. Uh, so that turns into an eating competition for eating those okay. hot dogs as quickly as possible. Um, a tiny sprite uh, comes into your room uh, one night and says, I'm being chased by a bad fairies. Can I hide in your mouth? So that turns into, <laughs> and you a... gotta use your teeth as a shield. Yeah, you're using your teeth like it's like a. St- it's like it's like pong. Yes, it is. You have to reflect stuff with your teeth. Man, why didn't we think of this last week? Though, actually, now that I've said Pong, I've said it again. We do have to get, uh, we are going to get sued. Yeah, we we better send a check to Liam and Dan. I may have to censor that part out. Okay, Um, just pretend that we didn't say that word and that instead we said um, Arkanoid. There we go. Okay. Sorted. Um, Right. Uh, teeth yeah. adventure I like it because they love teeth yeah old folks now, can't get enough of teeth they love eating them <laughs> do they? oh yeah 100% okay what do you think fixer gels for? it's not for holding them in place it's for making them more delicious alright okay ke- ketchup for your teeth yeah okay you know you know ready player one how could I? How could I not know Ready Player One? You, you've it, you've seen that movie, right? It, it was the it was the defining moment of my generation, maybe mm-hmm. your generation, maybe the generation yeah. previously, but all, all generations. Yeah, yeah. So they have those they have those VR suits and those that like they're full body VR suits and they they essentially like hold you up and you can do whatever you want. Yes. So I think we could create one of those, but with like mechanized parts. So that they can like help old people move around more and feel like they have full body movement again. I feel like somebody's. I'm sure there's an anime about this where they've weaponized right. old people. As Junji, no, not not weaponizing them. No, no, that's what I mean. <laughs> that they put like it's the far flung future where like right, they yeah. haven't they haven't had wars in decades. So like okay. as a result, all the younger generations aren't like you know they aren't war ready. However. They get attacked by aliens from outer space and they need a quick response and the only thing that they can do is put mechs on old folks who have like proper war experience. Mm-hmm. Um we'll call, <laughs> we'll call it silver bullets, because okay. they're silver because they're old people, and bullets because they're mechs with giant guns. And um there we go. Right. And okay. this is gonna be the tie in game to silver bullets. We're going to get CyberConnect2 to make it. 
is going to be like every single game that Cyber Connect 2 has made in the past 20 years, where it's okay. an over-the-shoulder 3D brawler. They all play exactly the same. I, I am worried. I don't want to mechan- I don't want to weaponize my granddad. You don't want to weaponize your granddad. You don't want no. you don't you don't want that to be the title of this podcast. I don't want to <laughs> weaponize my granddad. <laughs> I, I want us I want him to simulate like he's looking at me and he's crying. Um <laughs> <laughs> I want to simulate the the good old days where he could walk good, okay. and like if he had a VR headset on, he's wearing this full body suit that ha- that gives him a uh, better movement in his like legs and stuff, and he feels like he's walking around a real world. It's a shame that we lost the pattern to, to the that. to the sense suit once mm. we uh, oh sorry the tuxedo because that got all those patterns unfortunately got tied up when we lost the company, so we can't even yeah. use that technology unfortunately. No, this is different. This okay. isn't. This is just a controller. Uh, I mean, it's a big controller. It's like Ready Player One, but you got metal stuff. So when they move their like slightly, it helps them, and it kind of like has like, a little jet on the back okay. that pushes them put, further. Could we put your granddad on a big controller though, but not like a controller that fits his body? I just mean like like a Duke, like a giant, like a giant Xbox controller. How do you think he would like that? Um, I'm looking at him. He's crying more. Oh, okay. Um, is <laughs> tears of joy potentially. Uh, he's looking at a pic. He's looking at a picture of his um, his deceased family members. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> he must be upset. James, okay. can you apologize to my granddad? Okay. Sorry, Ben's granddad. It's okay. <laughs> ah, there we yeah, go. He's, he'll be all right. That was pretty easy, Ben. Yeah, he's, had, he's, had, he's all right now. He's I've crying. had tougher apologies than that, boy. Crapes. I mean, yeah, that one time you said the thing on on a you hey. on Twitch TV, and up, then mate. you had to. Whoa, 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 Ben! I think the uh, coffee alarms go in, so you don't have to repeat what I said on Twitch. So, uh, oh no, go. that's my that's my that's my granddad's ringtone. Oh, it reminds him of the good old days when he was in the factory. <laughs> when he was a fireman. When he was in the factory and had to, you know. <laughs> when that was the break alarm. Oh, I see. Ah, very similar to yeah. our break. Oh, break alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly right. so. Okay. Let's. Obviously, we can't go to like the the cafeteria because we haven't got one anymore. So let's just change seats because that would be because yeah. that kind of like similar. Okay. okay. Uh. Do, right. Do some, oh. Do yeah. some uh, oh. 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 Welcome to Coffee Break with uh, Ben and James. This is the part of Game Overtime where we're not talking about the current game that we're working on, but instead uh, talk about whatever's on our mind, really. However, this is the first normal episode of uh, Game Overtime in a little while. Not saying that your granddad isn't a special guest, Ben. Uh, well, he's very special. He's very special to you. In fairness, yeah. he's quite no. special to me as well. Yeah. But. Um, so, as this is a more normal episode of Game Over Time, I think that we should probably go at the effort of doing our usual plugs. In fact, I'm going to do something that we haven't done yet. Oh, God. Or properly yet. Which is, okay. let's talk about the Patreon. Okay. So, hi, I'm James. Um, I'm on Game Over Time. Uh, this is me speaking to you, the audience at home. And he, He's our special guest. He's been on every episode so far. I have been this episode. And listen... Getting a special guest like me in every week, it ain't cheap for Ben. He's no. 
That's why we've had to move into his grandfather's asset. Also because the company got sold and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But listen, maybe you're all at home and you listen to this and you think, this is pretty good. I would like, is there any way that I can support these guys either by, you know, chipping them a little bit of money or something like that? Well, guess what? There is. That's what the Patreon is for. And we're not asking for much because, you know, we're at episode 11 now, but... We've got a lot of room to grow. We could keep get, keep this train going for as long as we want, but until episode eleven squared. Ooh, that'd be good. Uh, write that down because uh, once we get to a hundred <laughs> episode one hundred twenty one, that's it. We're gone. <laughs> but um, maybe you want us to go beyond one hundred twenty one. Well, one of the ways that you can do that is by giving us a little bit of money on Patreon, and we don't ask for much. Literally, a dollar is all we are asking for, and just as a show of support. But Ben. What do people mm-hmm. get for that dollar? That's a good question. Uh, so, it's not a lot. Uh, you get our gratitude. That's I think that's the most important thing. That you I get. would say that's the most... Ex- that's like, if you cut a dollar into chunks, like the 80 cents of that is our gratitude because it's quite expensive gratitude that you get from us. Yeah. Uh, the rest is, uh, I guess, some behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, yes. We might post about an upcoming episode maybe say what it's on uh it's a lot of general uh you can suggest topics for us if you want uh we can't guarantee we'll use them but Hmm. uh you have a a more direct line to us uh there is also uh, a folder that you get a a nice zip file Hmm. which contains every art asset for the podcast uh drawn by um our special guest star myself yep uh and those are quite good. Yeah, I can. So, uh, yeah, you get you get all that. It's all it's all good stuff. And um, and the plan is yeah. hopefully in future that with the more support we get, the more that we can kind of grow our rewards. We can potentially look at maybe doing more episodes of Game Overtime, maybe even special spin-off stuff where we don't. Where say you know much like the movie episode, we may not be making a game. We might be working on something else. And of course, um. The more fan feedback we get, the better we can get these shows for the audience at home. So, like I said, if you've been considering it, now is your chance. Uh, yeah. Also, last week was your chance as well. And the week you've got before. a lot of chances. You've had a lot of chances, and you'll have more chances in the future. So, um, the link for that will be in the description of this podcast. Patreon.com slash Game Overtime. There we go. Speaking and of- if you if you don't want to, uh, if you if you can't fun- uh, support us financially or uh, you're you're not in the right position to. Uh, you can support us for free by uh telling your friends about the podcast, mm-hmm. tweeting about it, posting it on the Reddit or wherever else you like to post things. Uh, you know, just spreading the word, leaving us a review on iTunes, uh, on Apple Podcasts. Now that is very helpful. I've been told, mm-hmm. uh, by uh, my granddad, and yeah, uh, p- preferably positive reviews. I mean, they're they're the ones that we like. Uh, honest reviews. I think that's yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Honest, honest and, or uh, nice reviews. Fine with either. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, that that's that's the sort of thing uh, you can do if you're not, you know, uh, able uh, to give money. To get in a quick plug as well. Uh, thank you to Maxo for the theme tune to Game Over Time yep, and yep. the tune of Coffee Break. And the link mm-hmm. to his work is also in the description. And uh, you can find us on YouTube. I am uh, 
I've actually recently changed my YouTube to Hate Me Ben. Yes. Uh, and uh, I made a video about Forza recently, which I he think did. is quite good. He broke. He broke the seal. The magic has yeah. been set free. And I he... actually made a video. Yes, and it's a very good video. So you can, you, can, you can look at that if you want. And James, what about you? Uh, my name is Games D on YouTube, and I haven't made a video in a while. I'm hoping to make one soon, which, um, now that I've said that on the podcast, means that I'm probably never going to make a video ever again due to bad luck. Okay. Um, hey, when, so... I, when I said I'm going to make a video, the next before the next episode came out, I had a video on my channel. Yeah, Ben, yeah. We, we got very, two different kinds of luck. That's why we. Yeah. That's why we're so compatible. I think it's like yeah. yin and yang. You know, it's like ketchup and mustard. That's mm-hmm. how. That's how well we go together. But if you do want to see what I'm up to, because I do stuff outside of the uh, YouTube game, anyways, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Hot Cider. Uh, it's not Games D, but uh, uh, it's definitely me. So that's the best thing about it. But speaking of good things, Ben, uh, we've mm-hmm. both been playing video games this week but more importantly we've both been playing the same video game yeah uh but, i didn't know you've been playing park patrol chibi robo park patrol much but ben I'm let's talk about it. let's talk about chibi robo park patrol uh-huh. so what's your favorite part as you know i'm very against fascism and so mm-hmm. when i started playing this game a lot of red flags immediately i haven't finished it yet i don't know if i will finish it because of those themes Frankly, I'm surprised that Nintendo think that thought that they could get away with something like that. Yeah, I mean, I like the bit where you uh use the touch screen to ride your bike. Oh, that's good. I like that. You, I do. You, you, you turn, you make circles to do the pedaling. Oh, I like, I like that. that. That's really good. I I didn't yeah. get that far, unfortunately, but that's a nice use <laughs> of the touch screen. But no, yeah. uh, one game that we have been playing, which weirdly, in the spirit of Game Overtime, is quite fitting because it is a game about making games. Uh, Super Mario Maker Two, uh, yeah, or as it's known in Spain, uh, Super Mario Maker Dos, or, or as it's known in France, uh, Super Mario Maker Deux, um, as it's known in Wales, a Super, Ma- Super Mario Maker Die. And um oh, that's that oh yeah I, slightly I, aggressive uh funnily i know they they put it in the same section as all the uh, dark souls games because they think <laughs> okay. oh wow and i mean considering some of the levels in that game it's quite apt we, we got yeah. some we got some hard boys in super mario maker 2 but ben let's pretend that the audience at home actually let's not pretend because maybe there are people at, um who are listening to this podcast who may be saying super mario maker well i know who super mario is like am i Am I constructing Super Mario out of like body parts, like Frankenstein's monster? What what is this game? So, uh, what is this game? So, Super Mario Maker. You got you got your mate Mario. Let's talk He's about there. the prequel to Super Mario Maker Two. Okay, Super Mario Maker, Maker One. Yes. Uh, so, Super Mario Maker Two is to Super Mario Maker what Super Mario Galaxy Two is to Super Mario Galaxy. It's more of the same, but... and it's good. Yeah, I would say much like Super Mario Galaxy 2, they figured out what worked and what didn't from the original and um, basically expanded the good and minimized the bad. I I don't know if I agree that they did that. Because I don't really think they removed anything bad because there wasn't really... I don't know, they just kind of added a lot of stuff. Well, they did remove one thing that I did like of the... Well, they removed quite a few things I liked. 
Yeah, the, I would say that the main thing that maybe I would give Mario Maker 1 a slight edge, and it's unfortunately it's nothing to do with Mario Maker 2, but the Wii U was a system built for Mario Maker. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. the Switch, not great. Wasn't. Um, you have to, like, even using a touchscreen pen doesn't do a lot, but it does help. Certainly more than using your thick finger. And don't even think about trying to do it on docked mode. Because oh, boy. It, it is miserable. Mm-hmm. But but that's okay, because if you do put the time into Mario Maker 2, you can get some good stuff out of it. And more interesting things that I think I saw in Mario Maker 1, for the most part. I... I... Say so. I mean, the 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 new additions uh, you've got, and to say what this game is, it's a game where you make Mario levels. You make Mario uh, levels based on the uh, themes of Mario Bros. One, two, uh, not two, Mario Bros. One, three, uh, Super Mario World, and Super Mario Bros. U. And in the sequel, Super Mario Maker Two, you've got Super Mario Three D World, which now, works very differently. Now, to clarify, much like Mario Three D World, also a two D game. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's everyone in the audience annoyed for me calling Mario 3D World a 2D game, despite being mm-hmm. absolutely right. <laughs> despite being absolutely 3D? Yes, exactly. It is a okay. it is a purely 3D game. You go left and right in Mario right. 3D World. Okay. Anyways, uh, so, Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. I I would say, as well, so the, I, if you're at home and you're like, I've played Super Mario Maker 1, and I didn't make a lot of levels, so what's the point of me getting the second one? Holy Horses Buster. So Nintendo, taking a leaf out of Respawn's book with Titanfall, said, Hmm, mm, what's a way that we can entice people for the sequel? I know, story mode. Because I think, as well, I think maybe they saw it as an opportunity to be like, well... Maybe people aren't quite sure what to do with some of the new stuff they've added, and like even that's, like, that's how I see it. For the and even part. like if they're not level designers, maybe they need some inspiration. Well, we're all level designers at Nintendo. We're the the people who made Mario Maker are, funnily enough, the people who make Mario games. So they're like, let's see what we can do with the system. And I think more interesting than that is that they didn't just make Mario levels with it. They make all sorts of stuff with it like they've made like little racing games they've made like little puzzle stuff i mean the interesting thing is that like even with the smallest amount of pieces in it like like they have keys and stuff to open doors and they've even Mm -hmm. got red coins and whatever like you've essentially expanded the regular 2d obstacle course template into something almost a little bit like 64 where you're doing little objectives in order to work the way forward and it's like most of this stuff was in mario maker one yes the biggest one of the biggest additions is the nuclear objectives yes which Uh, i like a lot yeah essentially the uh the flagpole the end goal whatever it is in which version of the game uh is concealed uh well unavailable unless you uh complete a certain complete uh complete a certain condition such as carrying an item to the goal or defeating a certain amount of enemies or collecting a certain amount of coins. And, and the, the most interesting ones are the ones where you can't do something like don't jump. Mm. I feel like that those have those have got people figuring stuff out really like it's kind of been like a mashup between like the stuff that was quite clever in the old game, uh, Mario Maker One, and even before that people were doing this in like Mario World ROM hacks where it's like don't touch Mario and you like the kind of the world move around him. It's bits of that, but also because you're trying to solve it yourself, it's 
it's almost kind of puzzly, which I, it's like mm. trying to it's like playing Lemmings but with a single character. And yeah, that stuff I find really like the weird thing is about this game is that it's called Super Mario Maker, but the stuff that I find the most interesting is the stuff that isn't like Mario levels. Yeah. I do, I do like the traditional stuff. I like uh, themed levels, especially. Yeah, I love how some people are able to, like, make levels using, uh, like, make you feel like you're somewhere, like you're really not. I guess is how yeah. I'd say it. Like you're inside a temple, somehow, and like yeah. they, they get that feeling across, despite the fact that you're just playing a Mario level with the same assets as every other level. Yeah, it's funny. It's kind of like, it's got almost like a Minecraft feel to it where people were like building furniture out of stairs and planks and stuff, whatever was in the game. And people are doing that. Like there's a cool like level where somebody's building robots, like somebody built robots where you go around and you're like trying to turn them off. But that is purely using airship assets. And it looks re- like it's a really neat concept that they've pulled there's this, up. There's this really well done level where uh, you are... Th- it basically tells you that you're now a Monty Mole. You get, oh, I love that Monty Mole level. You essentially, it's like, oh, Kamek has turned you into a Monty Mole. And the way they've done it is that they get Mario off screen mm. and have you, because the Monty Mole follows every one of Mario's moves, They uh, essentially it feels like you're playing as the Monty Mole because you move mm. right and then the Monty Mole goes right. And it's so well done. It's really and clever. This is what, and like, like the, it... the, you know, people are smart. It's shot me like, because it's only been out for what a fortnight at this point, and people have come up with some uh, about, really clever. No, it's a quite a bit more than that, James. About three weeks. Wow, weeks. really, man! Time has disappeared for me. I don't yeah. know where I've been this month, but yeah, this people have got some good stuff out of this game, mm-hmm. and so they should. I mean, and again, so going back to the story mode, which is kind of like Nintendo's. Like on the one hand, they're kind of like reacting to the people who maybe didn't have a lot of ideas for the previous game, but I think they were also kind of reacting to the people who like were doing really clever stuff in the first one, and they're like, okay, let's take some inspiration from that. And it's kind of like a cool loop in that respect. So, yeah, you got the story mode where essentially, like, well, it's it doesn't got much of a plot. Essentially, they, they blow up Princess Peach's castle, and you need to make money by beating these levels. And these levels are kind of made by people who have particular quirks like there's uh one guy whose shtick is oh i love coins get as many coins as you can there's one guy who's like oh i love wall kicks keep doing wall kicks uh and, and then there's and then there's bowser jr he's yeah he's very good because we he don't is, uh we don't know if he's bowser jr though unfortunately because of his age um they've had to say that his name is withheld for legal reasons <laughs> in the game but uh, uh essentially yeah. his his levels are like child's levels what a child would build they're not yeah. bad yeah like they're, like, they're yeah. like bratty kid levels like full of you know traps and stuff like that but made by it like but if he was in charge of a small nintendo team that can make them <laughs> actually beatable and it's good like yeah i'm just yeah i and i don't i, I don't really want to say this because i haven't really played any of the new super mario g- games apart from so I played DS and I played Wii. I didn't play a lot of Wii U. Certainly didn't play New Super Mario Brothers 2, but like in all those games I kind of feel like they're sticking a bit too close to the Mario template in regards mm. to okay, go right, 
oh, okay, this level's got some wonky moons. Oh, this one's got, uh, what's it called? The caterpillar guys. And they, they all feel a bit samey. But yeah, you like you hit a block at the start level, get a mushroom, then a bit later in you hit another block and you get a power-up. Like and those power-ups one... don't really do anything in the context of the level. They maybe help you get an like a, some coins in a secret area or something, it... but they're never required to beat a level because they can't do that. Because like it's a, it felt like it's definitely game. those games are a matter of Nintendo sat down and said, right, what what are the things that people like in Mario games? Oh, they like the... They like, you know, the slightly harsh, you know, castle levels where, you know, maybe there's a vertical section, um, you know, an auto-scrolling section, or they like uh, ice levels with this kind of... And, like, essentially, they just made a template game, like a game that is designed to make people happy and, you know, kind of fits a particular thing of what Mario looks like. Which, I don't know, maybe in Wii, maybe in Mario U, they kind of got a little bit wild with it. I don't know. I didn't Not get really, no. Luigi but, year I've heard it's very different because those are essentially levels that are made around speedrunning. Yeah, like they know because that you're, you're not going to play... You're on a small timer. You've got like 100 seconds to beat every level. Yeah. And they are quick. You're not going to play uh, Luigi U unless you've kind of beaten the original. But like Mario Maker 2, it's, it's weird. It's just kind of the shackles are off and they're just doing... Like, they're pushing the Mario template as far as they can go in regards to could we make a level like a shmup? Could we make an escort level? Could we do this and this? Where, like, it looks like Mario, but a lot of the time it doesn't play like Mario. And I think mm. that's really neat. Um, Two two pet peeves. Well, one's a major thing, and one's like a, a me thing. Okay. Uh, is, the me is... thing is... Uh, I don't like how the story mode has unique clear conditions. The yeah. the whole appeal of the story mode to me is that, okay, these are levels made by Nintendo's devs, but you can make levels just like these. Do you know what? I, and also to come kind of combo on that, I would have liked it that once you've beaten a level in story mode, you can edit it then afterwards. Like you can see yeah. how how did we make this level and like it shows mm. you all the, you know, all the mechanics behind it. They did remove that feature where you could edit online people's levels, like download them and then just edit them yourself, which is did a good they... thing because there were yeah essentially you could like break a lot of levels by seeing how they were done and I don't know yeah and essentially an you air could... of mystery to seeing and if there was a popular level you could literally just re-upload it with slightly better SEO yeah. and get all the clicks. Um, happy to say I don't miss any of the as much as I miss the me costumes I don't miss the fucking levels that which is. Me costume showcase. Go on through, yeah. boys. Just thousands of iterations on those. But the um the things I don't like, yeah, clear conditions. There there are toad escort missions in the uh, story mode, which you don't get anywhere else. You can't do those in your own levels. Uh, there is this thing where you can climb trees, and uh, every you have to climb a certain amount of trees. Not too bothered about those ones. The hmm. one that really stings is the uh, bring this stone block oh, yeah, to the, the end of the level. Because it's quite cool, because it essentially, when you carry the block, you can't... Well, you can jump, but you don't jump very high, so it's mm. like, you have to saddle yourself with it in order yeah. to get it past the goal. And, and like, you have these kind of levels, and that you can use trampolines or uh, power blocks, but they're very easy, I guess, They because those items are a lot easier to transport, or in the power blocks case, awkward to transport because you can't throw it. 
I would say um, as well, outside of like the night levels, you can't really play around with Mario's physics much, which like that's what that stone block does, which is mm. what makes those levels interesting. So I'm I'm a little annoyed about that because I had an idea. I was like, oh man, I'm going to create this stone level, and I go into the creator and I, I'm looking through for it and I can't find it, and I Google it, and it's like, oh, this is exclusive to story mode. Yeah. Don't like that. That 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 made me a little bit bitter. Um. But I don't think it's a per- thing that's going to bother many people. The thing that is going to bother a lot of people is how fucking terrible the online is. Yeah, I haven't touched the online much, and I think that's kind of like... For the I best. Think, I think, well, and I think I always have the expectancy with Nintendo games, like, look, I'm not here for Call of Duty. I know that the online isn't going to be that sharp. Like, I'm just here to upload some levels and play some. I'm not here for multiplayer, but... Yeah, I've I've heard it. It's very rubbish. I don't think I've ever been more surprised by how bad online is. Yeah, like I go into Smash and like it's it's bad, but it's playable and it's 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 not too laggy. I'm like, okay, that's that's fine. I get into a match of Mario Maker two, and the game is running at like two frames per second. The mm. it you got a free you got a free second countdown at the start that goes three two one. Usually takes about twenty seconds to get through. As everyone is moving frame by frame in the starting thing, eventually someone will leave, and then hmm. the game will speed up a bit. <laughs> Which it's is like it's, it's, it's like PUBG, like it the engine can't support four players at once. So like the moment yeah. somebody dies, it gets a little bit quicker. And it's because Nintendo has a a stupid thing where they always use peer to peer rather than dedicated servers, despite yeah. the fact that because now that we're paying for online, we kind of expect better. Yeah. And you know, so it's, it's funny, because it I know it doesn't absolve the... So another thing about the multiplayer is, is that online randos, you can't play with friends. If you want to play with... Oh, is that... Is, have yeah, they... that it's coming in the future. Oh, okay. I don't even care at this point, though, because I've seen how bad it is. Because I'm wondering whether the online is so... Like, the reason that they didn't do friends for online is that the online is just half-baked. Mm. Like, they didn't... It wasn't yeah. ready for prime time, essentially. You also get into a lot of courses that are basically impossible in like multiplayer. That you get into these situations where only one player can really get through at a time. Oh, that sucks. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> we just kind of have to wait while they they go. Or like one person will get a key, yeah, and then everyone's waiting for them to open the door, but they won't do it. And it's like, oh, great. Because <laughs> that's a shame, because I would say, like, outside of the story mode, multiplayer is, like, the major selling factor for that, like, for a reason to upgrade from Mario Maker yeah. 1. But it isn't. Uh, <laughs> no, because they just haven't... That being said, I'd be interested in what the local... Co- I mean, imagine that, well, you're not going to have any peer-to-peer issues with local co-op, because you're literally playing it locally, mm. but... Does it have a local co-op? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, no, I would ask I mean... two versions of... Lo- you can... You and another person can make a level, yeah. which I have absolutely but it no uses idea. The Joy-Con controls, so yeah, I have no idea what the benefit of that is because I the idea of two people working on the same, unless they're like Pacific Rim and their brain waves have matched up, I have <laughs> no idea who's getting good results out. It'd of that. be interesting if you could do it on multiple screens, like you know the Wii U gamepad and the TV, but they don't have that, so you can't. No, they, you're gonna have to work on the same screen. Maybe that now that they've introduced limiting. the Switch lights, uh, which can't mm. plug into the TV, uh, maybe you can ad hoc to somebody's Switch that can connect to the TV mm. and do it that way. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I feel like... Is there anything else you want to say before we round? Yeah, I feel up? like yeah, I feel like we've ended on kind of too many negative points about it, but I do want to bring it back around to the fact that 
It is very good. I would I say, love it. even though I haven't played much of the online multiplayer, I do genuinely. I would almost say maybe. I don't want to say it's my favorite game of the year so far, but I haven't played a lot of games so far this year. But I just think in regards to like the amount of inventiveness in it, and just kind of seeing like, especially in regards to like, I've played a lot of Mario games, and I would say like the 3D stuff is this has been the interesting thing is because like mm. Nintendo was still willing to experiment with it, and this feels like the only 2D game that I've played that's got that near to it, like. Yeah. In a Mario franchise, because obviously they had Yoshi and Wario and stuff where they could be a bit more experimental with it and say, well, what if it isn't a linear obstacle course? What if there are multiple objectives? Or, you know, if he can't die, let's make puzzles and stuff out of that. And they're getting weird with it in Mario Maker. And it's not just them. There's other people who are doing it as well. And it's funny, there are people out there who make levels that either have that Nintendo seal quality to it or are doing something weirder but better, you know? Mm. So, um, considering the Wii U didn't do very well, um, I think on the Switch, I don't think it sold as much as the Wii U version, unfortunately, yet, but that could change. But I think the Switch is... I hope that it has a healthier community to it and there is more I think it definitely will. Yeah. And I uh, there's say, a lot of there's a lot of good changes that I can't list off because it would take fucking ages. Yeah, um, I would say if you've been on the fence about it, I I would say hard recommend on it. I mm-hmm. it, I it is worth getting even with its spotty multiplayer. Also, I'll stick in the uh, the podcast notes or whatever uh, our maker IDs or a idea of one of our levels, so you can check those yes, out. You can try out some of our levels. Um, Ben's are quite tough. And mine are uh, quite easy, but stupid. Yeah. But stupid in a good way, I think. <laughs> good stupid. Like good finding stu- Mario's keys. Yeah, like finding Mario's keys and going on a deep sea adventure. Although, that being said, I have made a very hard level, and I don't know whether you've cleared it yet. Uh, wait, which one? Oh, uh, hel- hel- yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah, to be honest, you probably aced the elevator. It took me an hour to get that <laughs> uploaded. I, I, I actually took a video of it because I got I got there was this bit at the end that I just yeah. I feel like I did one of the coolest moves to okay. to do it. I'll I'll show you that later. Please anyway. Do. That sounds very good. Right. Right. We better get alright, let I'll get back in my seat and you get back in your seat then. Alright, okay. Right, your granddad's falling asleep. So mm-hmm. let's get let's get weird with our ideas about making a game for your granddad. Let's really get into his head. What does he what does your granddad really like? Oh, he loves whiskey. Okay. He uh he loves the TV. That's right. the thing he, he loves the most. He sits down and watches TV all day. Um and uh here's my here's my pitch let's combine both these things together let's make because okay. i think old old people as well uh by the way if you're an old person in the audience uh sorry for calling you old people uh but i'm a young person if that makes you feel any better in fairness against can, can, compared to you i am also an old person which is why i quite like this idea that i'm thinking of but like a hard numbers game like uh football manager like a management game but mm-hmm. You're either ma- like I was gonna say managing a whiskey distillery, but what I'm actually thinking is you make adverts about whiskey. So that combines two things your granddad mm. likes, which is whiskey and television. 
They love so, the adverts. <laughs> he loves whiskey adverts. So here's the thing. Say, you know, Famous Grouse comes to you and says, look, we need to make an ad for this. So a little bit of it is money management. It's like, okay, let's put money into this, put money into this. Uh, developing, researching new stuff. Like, oh, could we do a CGI advert? Yeah, I think we could. We could do some motion capture. We could do stuff. We could do some liquid simulation for that whiskey to make it look as good as possible. Then there's the actual recording of it where, I don't know, might have a bit of a creative element to it. Like, uh, not like a guitar hero where you're trying to match what's happening on the screen, but maybe a little bit more morphable than that. Like almost yeah, like a really... Yeah, almost like a really simplified like source filmmaker kind of thing yeah. where you're making a, where you're making a whiskey advert. I don't know how the game would track like what's good and what's bad, but uh, I think maybe it could be an online thing. You upload it. Oh, okay. Uh, I think okay. How about this? Just to make sure we don't have any trolls or anything like some kiddie trolls, you have to send your birth certificate to the developers. Oh yeah, absolutely. To uh, like, like let them know you can play the game. Hundred percent. This game is a Peggy eighteen, like. Mm-hmm. Oh, Peggy! You... No, this is a Peggy eighty. Th- this is a Peggy Mitchell. <laughs> this is this is a Peggy eighty. You can only play this game if you're eighty or older. <laughs> you're going into game like with a fake beard on, like uh, <laughs> I want to buy this game for my grandson, and they just rip your beard off and like get out. No, <laughs> no, no, they don't say get out. They go take these V books. This is what you really want, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Not... So we want we want a, a tight community. If anyone if an, anyone younger than eighty lays their hands on the controller, I think it zaps them. And the thing is, is that old folks they're very community driven. Like you know, they 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 like community stuff. So yeah, this actually works out pretty well for them. And this is so... bringing the old people back together. Yeah. Like the yeah. good old days. It's like a big old reunion. Like a big old reunion where they make whiskey adverts using a simplified source filmmaker style system. Mm-hmm. I just realized how we could do the grading. Uh, we'll do it like in um, Dead Rising, where like the clearer okay. the shot, the more whiskey you have on screen, stuff like that. But here's how we can do it so it stops gaming the system. Your different um, clients may have different things. And also we can throw in some curveballs, like maybe month six oh no they've brought in new regulations standards and advertising where oh you can't show people enjoying whiskey unresponsibly or oh you can't have children in the advert for whiskey stuff uh, so you have to kind of puzzle around that yeah 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 all right i like this okay. idea quite a bit what but we need a snappy name for it um right okay what we think is it just whiskey ads? <laughs> whiskey ads, yeah. Specifically, okay. Um, I'm thinking of something with rocks, like whiskey rocks. Mm-hmm. And then what we got with ads? I mean, lights, uh, camera, whiskey. I think is a bit on the nose. Yeah, a little. Uh, whiskey with a whiskey. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've got. No, it's not coming to me. No, I'm. We'll come back to this. Um, advert synonyms. Let's see if let's see if we can put some out of synonyms. Mm, billboard. Can we? Um, but we're not making billboards. We're making uh, video adverts, I suppose. I guess we could. You know what? We could have it so like you start by making like. Oh, you know what? We'll do it like Mad Men, where it's uh, not like. Wait. Yeah. Right, go on. Go for... I was going to say, like, you make nice posters and billboards Mm. and stuff like that. Anyways, what are you thinking? Commercial distillery. I like... Oh, 
That's good. There we go. Nailed it. You're distilling commercials. Like you distill whiskey. Yeah, like a commercial distillery as in something that exists and also commercial. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that. park. Literally, I can't even see the baseball at this point. The, the space ball is now... The space ball? The baseball is now circling <laughs> In the space. international... It's now it's circling the international space. You know in the film Gravity, where mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock gets hit by a meteorite and then flies off? It wasn't a meteorite, it was that baseball ball. <laughs> Man, I remember that twist at the end. Like It's like an MCU movie in the post credit <laughs> yeah. scene. The, the asteroid turns around, it's a baseball... And then he yeah. says, "I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna take over the world or something." I'm gonna get you, gadget. Yeah. <laughs> let's I'll see if we can come up with. Uh, if, I was gonna say this is a good idea, but let's see if we can eke out one more good idea from yeah. this concept. Well, okay. So I don't. M- my granddad. Yeah, he's a granddad. Yeah. He's granddad. He's not the only granddad. No, there's multiple. Oh, multi- m- massively multiplayer octogenarian RPG. <laughs> Right. Oh, nice. Right. It's like RuneScape, yeah? For, uh-huh. It's for old peeps. I don't know okay. how it would work. Is it a big old retirement home? Yeah, it's an online retirement home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, okay, so you, you're like, okay, I can't afford to send my granddad to the retirement home. However, oh, no. I can buy him this VR headset and send him to the online virtual retirement home. <laughs> Ben, who's that? Other? Is that is that writer of Black Mirror, Charlie Brooker, coming in here? Ben, keep telling him your idea. <laughs> oh, 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 get out! Oi! I'm Oi. gonna throw this pencil at him. Oi, get out! Oh, oh he's hissing. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Right. So your idea is the Black Mirror episode of putting old people at, like rather than retiring them, we just put them <laughs> in the cloud, and it looks so like. That- <laughs> It looks like a, it looks like a cheap. It looks like really old fashioned Java RuneScape, where can it's you, like. Can, can you spoil the episode for me? Um. Wait. Are we? Uh, oh yeah, because this is literally just like the episode. Of, yeah, there is a Black Mirror episode that's like that. So, um, wait. Do you want me to spoil it or not? Spoil yeah. It? I. I. I don't. I. I didn't know this was a thing. Tell me about it. What? Okay. Um. Hey, listeners at home, if you're a big fan of Black Mirror, but for some reason haven't seen season three on Netflix yet, uh, hop forward in time some patch. So, um, in the episode, I keep calling it San Pellegrino, like the soft drink, but that's not what it is. It's Juniper, uh, San, San Junipero. Yeah, yeah, San Junipero, but I keep calling it San Pellegrino. Uh, basically, okay. it's about two girls in the 80s that kind of fall in love with each other, but it's weird because they keep like skipping forward in time, but they look the same, but the same keeps changing. It uh, turns out that they are two women on life support. Well, essentially, it's not life support, but it's like this kind of online cloud where their consciousnesses are uploaded to. Uh, one of the girls is in the real world, actually a 90-year-old woman, where essentially the plan is when she dies, her consciousness will be uploaded fully onto this cloud. And the girl that she's be- she's fallen in love with was essentially in the 19... 19- I want to say... I was going to say in the 1980s, but that's not quite right because this is in the future. But uh, she was in a car crash and is comatose and essentially she got uploaded to the cloud so she could essentially have some kind of semblance of life that she wouldn't mm-hmm. have got in the real world. Uh, they fall in love with one another, which, uh, you know, it's pretty uh, pretty progressive. You know, yeah. two ladies having a relationship with one another. Nice, you know, well nice. done, Black Mirror. 
good stuff. Um, uh, the end- is it a good ending? Um, well, I mean, the ending is is that well, the ending is is essentially the well. So the old woman finds out obviously what happened to this girl because like the old woman's having doubts of like you know do I want to be uploaded to this cloud because like she was married to a man for you know decades of her life and then obviously he passed away and she's like she's like oh you know should I pursue this relationship but then at the end she decides yeah you know let's give it a go yeah go on turn me off put me on the cloud um, the final shot of that episode which is like. So, like, this episode of uh, Black Mirror is kind of, like, doesn't feel like an episode of Black Mirror because it's too nice. Uh, apart uh-huh. from the last shot, which is um, where essentially those two are dancing, like, in a club and, like, you know, yeah, this is our life. And, and then they do a hard cut to how it looks in real life where it's two hard drives being put into a giant cylinder full of hard drives. Mm-hmm. Where essentially they're saying, okay, this is this is what they are now in real life is that they're just two bits of hard data going into the cloud i'm not so. interested in digitizing my granddad <laughs> you don't want to digitize ben, i want to just give him a headset you don't want to weaponize your granddad you don't want to digitize it you don't want to do anything with your granddad that's what no. problem, that's that's what he was saying earlier you, you two don't have anything in common yeah maybe, you know maybe he wants to be with maybe he wants to be weaponized and digitized ben what if your granddad wants to be tron did you think about that I'm looking at him sleeping. Um, I'm thinking, is he dreaming about those light cycles? <laughs> Do you know what? I reckon, like, you just, like, if you could go inside his head, and it's like, you know, in, like, old cartoons when you go in and it's like, you know, um, Turkey and the String is playing in that, but you go into his head and it's playing the that Daft Punk track from the, uh, <laughs> from the Tron Legacy soundtrack. <laughs> he's just imagining himself on a light cycle. He's going around, he's... He's getting other people up, like uh, he's knocking them off. up, and uh, he's doing well because he's like the protagonist of his own story. I love the fact that your granddad's into Tron. That's that's really sick. Of oh, it's his favorite film. He loves Tron. He, he literally he was like, graphics are never going to get better than this. And you know what? He won wrong. <laughs> Tron still holds up. Um, yeah. Could we make oh. a Tron game for your granddad then? I mean, I'm sure there have been Tron games already. And to be honest, Tron is kind of a granddad like franchise anyway, so essentially you could say all Tron games are granddads, so But okay, but it's a grand it's it's Tron. Yeah. Right. Your grand right. it's my granddad in Tron. It's it is actually my granddad. Yeah. The protagonist. Okay. I we think replace... I get him to voice his own lines. You know <laughs> what? We've been thinking about this the wrong way. I wanna yeah. just put my granddad in a game. Like any pick a game, any game. Stick okay, him in there. Okay, I'll, I'll, so get, do... I'll record him saying just some random stuff like, girl, or like, you know, yeah, uh, right. stuff like that. Well, good thing I've still got Moby Games' random function, so let's see what game we can put your granddad in. Uh, hi, ladies and gentlemen. We're bringing back a uh, meme. A meme? No, not a meme. This... We're bringing back, a, bringing back some technology that we had from uh, a previous episode where we went to Moby Games and pressed the random function and saw... How we could make a film out of one of these franchises. But now we're going to see how we can best fit his granddad into one of these games. So let's see what we uh, what comes up if I press the button. Ah, Sega and Kagura Burst Renewal on Steam. I don't want to put my granddad in that game. Ben, explain to me, what is Sega and Kagura? Oh, so Samurai Kagura is the yeah. sexiest fighting game. Well, it's not these, really a fighting game. These sexy... The, 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 <laughs> I've never been more sold to. The sexiest fighting game. 
uh, not a fighting game. It's more of a, uh, I think it's a, uh, like a hack and slash or like, you know, it's like a Harrow Warriors style, I think. Okay. I don't know if okay. all the same rank I got as that, but okay. you, you're fighting lots of people or one, I don't know. And you're, you're like a lady with impressive, uh, impressive jiggle physics. Okay, that's good. Um, well, is she made is she made out of jelly? I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, I I just I don't think that's going to be gra- good for my 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 granddad's grow. Are you selling? Sa- uh, are, are, are you telling sell- me you don't have a jiggly granddad? Uh, can can you press the button again? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course I can. Uh, Let me just press that button. Uh, Sega and Kangaroo Two Deep Crimson. Ben, right. What is? Right, let's. Th- it is okay. a 3D side scrolling action game made for the 3D. Oh, that's good. I so think the a- button's broke. Hmm, I don't know. Let me give it another click. Let's see what we got. Uh, Sandra and Kagura Peach Beach Splash. Uh, a okay. water gun third person shooter for the PlayStation. Well, that's good. Is could I like just a- put Could I just put him in Dark Souls? <laughs> Can I put my granddad in Dark Souls? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you're asking. I mean, if can you put uh, your granddad in Dark Souls? I mean, you can make a character that looks like him, but I'm looking for more. I want a fully voiced Dark Souls role. Because you yeah, know but... how dark, people are like, oh, Dark Souls is great because you can create your own character and, you know, yeah, you I can mean, build them say, around this and you can kind I of I love Dark Souls because of how much, the main character, my, how much my main character talks as well. No, we're, we're changing the game. In this version, it's a fully voiced story. There's no environment storytelling because the old people aren't going to get that. <laughs> we're replacing um, that with your granddad commenting on everything. <laughs> yeah, and you can't... He, he goes up to the skeleton area and he's like, I can't go. I can't go here yet. The enemies are too strong and then he turns around and you can't go that way. Okay. And it narrowly pushes you down the right path. Uh, you don't Ooh, get more... You don't get key, loads of different weapons. I reckon I could use that here. And then, and then he brings up a mini map and just flashes where you <laughs> use the where you use the jail cell key. Because you know, old people they they don't. I mean, they might like Dark Souls, but I just can't. I can't see them loving Dark Souls. I don't think they're gonna get all the subtleties of all the. Maybe you know, they the... don't need to love Dark Souls, Ben. Maybe not everybody needs to love Dark Souls, especially <laughs> your it... granddad. Well, I don't know. I think he'd appreciate it. He'd see he'd see the big bosses and be like, "That's that's pretty cool." Uh, what if? But he, I don't think he'd appreciate the finer details. What if we made Metal Gear Solid Four for your granddad, where rather mm-hmm. than playing as oh no, actually, yeah, no, that fits because you play as old Snake in Metal Gear Solid Four. Okay. So there we go. That's so, a character he could he can relate to that character. So at the start of the game, it's like okay, uh, your uh, old Snake actually died, <laughs> and we've replaced him with uh, George you. Benderson. George Benderson. Um, no, George Benderson, who was um, the greatest soldier who ever lived. That's what we're yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, better than Snake. We didn't know about this one. We just found him. No, we've replaced Snake completely. Even in the lore, we've replaced him oh, with okay. your granddad. So you go so, from Metal Gear Solid 3 to 4. You're playing through the series. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is great. I love Snake. You go in the fourth one. His existence erased. No, I was going to say, no, your granddad has a clone of... no. Your granddad is a clone of an original granddad called Big called Big George Benderson. Big okay. Benderson. That's what his name is. <laughs> and that's who he's a clone of. Right. And yeah, no, we just do the same plot. Um in MGS two he's replaced by another granddad, which like makes all the fans say, Whoa, what the what the heck are you doing here, guys? But then we bring him back in the third one, so it's alright. Mm-hmm. 
We give the fans what they want. Our fans being old folks. Punish Grandad. Punish <laughs> Venom Grandad. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I mean, Skullface kind of looks like a Grandad, so that works out. What if he just made a face about... What was Skullface up to in MGS5? Just see what he got. Like, you know. What did he do on his weekends? Like, did he have an allotment that he worked on? Mm-hmm. Did he paint he's... walls and stuff? I, did he... I, I, I don't know. Maybe he's like a bird watcher. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's maybe he's got a bridge club. Maybe uh-huh. he played with maybe he did bingo. Collect stamps. Oh, that'd be good. Oh yeah. I like a collectophon as well. And he's like Banj- I, Yeah, oh there we go. Banjo-Kazooie a collectophon for the older generation. Stamps. <laughs> he's just collecting stamps. <laughs> you go around the big the big post office the big post office or the just the you know, big, a town. The big post office is the name you go, of the You level. go through um what are the names are like levels in a Mad Monster Mansion? So you got, uh, you got, uh, horrible Prodig- Hamlet, Pr- Prodigious or... Post Office, yeah, Hectic Hospital, yeah, uh, um, got all the uh, your favorite Balmy levels. Bingo Hall, <laughs> uh, Wretched Retirement Home, Terrifying Tesco, <laughs> yeah, and you got all these levels and you gotta go through them, collect all the stamps, and what's the other side collectible? Because the stamps are the main ones, the jiggies. Okay, stamps are the main one. Um, tablets. Not as in, like, iPads, I mean, oh, like, okay. yeah, tablets like that he needs to take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not reliant on them, they just help his, uh, yeah. you know, they just help his back. Yeah. They don't, they're okay, not like, ta- if he, he, okay, does, maybe- he doesn't die if he doesn't take them. Okay, maybe tablets will help pick up. Okay, Werther's original. That's the secondary okay. pickup. He's yeah. going around collecting Werther's, and you use that to open doors because the doors are in the shape of fat grandsons. And in order to <laughs> get them out of the way, you give them Werther's originals, and they move. <laughs> but you have to give them. It's like in um, Mario Galaxy, where you got the where you got the Loomers, and they're they, like, oh, feed, they don't feed. explode. When you've given them enough, <laughs> no, the grandsons they turn into planets. When oh. you feed them, when you feed them enough with his <laughs> originals, right? Okay. Uh, ben, can we try and see if we can get a sponsorship from Wolves Originals for the next episode of Game oh, Over Time? Probably. All the other sponsorships we've done have not gone great, but this one, I think. Yeah, we don't talk about the Blue Apron one, unfortunately. That no. went horribly wrong. Wolves, though, they're open hey. to it. I think. Wurvers, if you're out there, if you're listening to the podcast, hit us up. Um, I'm at Hot Cider on Twitter. He's at Hey, it's me, Ben. Uh, let's get a deal going, all right? Yeah. You can pay us in Wurvers. Love a Wurver. Get it going. Uh, I'd rather not be paid in Wurvers. I don't. I don't love a Wurver. Ben, yeah, I was gonna say, what's the what's the Zoomer from uh, Metroid take on uh, the Wurvers original? What, I don't like uh, it. Um, what's what? What would you say is the um, Generation Z candy of choice? Skittles. Yeah. I sh- yeah. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. works. Yeah. I would say Skittles is also kind of a. Well, I, I think I'm saying that just because I like a Skittle. So that's <laughs> that. Yeah. I mean, you're almost a zillennial. I'm. I'm. I'm towing in it. You're an honorary zillennial. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ben. Is is that why you um uh you know like the queen does with a sword on each shoulder and it's like <laughs> there you go you're a knight of the round now but now you're you're an honorary she, zillennial. She pulls she pulls out a selfie stick and <laughs> t- taps you on both shoulders <laughs> and then she dabs on you. 
<laughs> oh, why is it, has the queen ever doubt? I don't know. Could we make a could we make a game about the queen doubt? Woody Crand, I like a game about the queen doubt. Uh, uh, maybe. Oh wait, is that is that real? No, what? wait. I don't think that's real. <laughs> that's no. not real. <laughs> no, I don't think it's real. <laughs> it is real, really funny that's... though. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Google good. Images. <laughs> Please send me. Uh, it's in your computer, around, Ben. I want to see that picture of the queen uh, down just. I've got a. Sorry, so we're using big, big monitors now. Like yeah, you know, we've got. We're CRT using your granddad's monitors. old CRTs. You know what? I I, I thought that was the real thing. It, yeah, it's no. just so obvious. It's so <laughs> convincing, you know. Anyway. Um, oh, is he, is he, oh, your granddad looks like he's waking up. Oh right, yeah, man. actually, I I need the loo, so I'm gonna <laughs> just pop out the room. Okay. Uh, oh, Mr. Mr. Benson, how you? Oh, you, you've had a long old sleep. How you? How you feeling? Oh, um, I'm all right. Uh, my back, and you know how it is with backs and stuff. Oh yeah, no, my my back is shot to pieces, unfortunately. Yeah. Hey, listen though, good news. Me and your grandson we've got all sorts of games for you, my man. We, we, swimming in games. You're going to be a busy boy. Oh. Oh, that's so exciting! Yes. So, when 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 can I expect to play them? Oh well, Mister Benderson, we, we only just come up with the ideas. We're not like in charge of the production side of it, of anything. That being said, though, I mean, if you've got some money spare, which I'm sure you do, I mean, you know, you got a pension, I imagine. Uh, I mean, yes. Well, you could help us bankroll, maybe, you know, bring on some developers, some artists, maybe a couple of programmers. We need definitely need a project manager, somebody who can, you know, wrangle these ideas together. Um, I reckon, you know, maybe a six months project we could get going on this, you know, eight people ahead, you know, playing them about, you know, 50k well, a year. You know, we want a I, good project out of this. We're I, looking I, at know, I know Frank next door, he likes painting. Well, he, oh, he can do the artist stuff okay he can do textures for us that works out okay. um yeah basically basically mr benderson we're looking at a couple hundred k that we're throwing on this project and obviously the sooner we can do right. this the better probably going to go overtime on it as well i mean you know we're trying to be ethical here we're not going to try and crunch our you know workers what's so... that what what's crunch Oh, Mr. Bennis, I don't even know how we would even go in to explain something like that. It's a problem with the games industry, and certainly it'll be an issue with this new uh, games company that we'll be forming uh, from your uh, pension. Listen, I'm going to take you down to the uh, bank. We can get that money going, take you down to the trademarking office, oh, get a, all right. get a, get a, get a, get an IPO going, get a PLC on the go. Uh, okay. Yeah. Listen, Ben's just going to the toilet. I'll... Uh, I'll I'll help you onto your stanner. We'll uh, get this sorted now. Oh oh okay. Um, right. This this all sounds a bit complicated. I'll, no no no. I'll, it's I'll fine. It's fine. Listen listen. I'm, I'll I'll sort it all out. Literally. literally. No no right, problem. Mr. Right. Anderson. Um. Oh okay. I'll 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 follow you then. Okay. To the to to the bank. Oh, oh, have they gone? Oh, oh, okay. I, I guess I'll quickly. I don't know. I wonder if he did the. I can't imagine my granddad did la the Latin thing. I, I guess I'll, I'll do it. Um, om omniopus non ludere. Uh. 
which is Latin for... This is my best impression of James.